I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. Trainers, I uh, got off of vacation uh, two weeks ago, then a camp. So you guys know how camps are. I'm sure you guys are in camps right now, too. It's all day, and then you train afterwards, so the days are pretty long, but that's what we do, right? You probably would <laughs> love to do something. Uh, anyone would love to do something like we're doing, right? I'm dog tired. You probably can hear it in my voice, but haven't been live in a while. I wanted to just spit some thoughts to you guys before we get into the gym. Uh, first thing, and I'm getting right into it. Uh, it's, it's, I feel like there's a lot of selling going on and I feel like I want to sell too. Selling is good, but I want to serve here as well so that the serving hopefully leads to a sale. Duh. But, uh, increasing capacity. I've talked to some trainers about the capacity of their sessions based on the goal size and something that I'm getting back to some, some fundamentals here too. Quick little fake right there, y'all. So getting back to some fundamentals myself, thinking about the capacity of the training sessions and increasing the capacity based on the number of goals that we have. It depends on your training style too. Like if you're a skill enhancement trainer, focusing specifically on that, you probably might have 50 people in, on one goal. And that's a joke, but that's also serious too. I, I've heard that more often, more frequently, and I'm not sure how exactly that, that works. I haven't seen that work yet, but I'm sure people do that. But it is smart. It is smart to adjust your capacity, right size your capacity based on the goals that you have. Uh, I got about seven points here, so I'm going to go through those. Two, track at least one metric. My thought is uh, active client list is always something to track. It's kind of hard to track active clients if you got Cash App or Venmo or PayPal or Zelle and you're taking those as the main form of payments versus having something automatic. Automatic can help you have an actual number of active trainees. So having a count on that is one metric that I think is important. Another one is operating capacity, seeing, okay, I got two goals and I can stomach, I can handle 10 trainees on my own, making sure that you have 10 trainees instead of five consistently. Because if you have five, you're at a 50% operating capacity. That ain't where it's at. You might need to take that half, that full court rental and make it a half court rental instead uh, and, and rock out with that until you get to the the number of eight, nine, or ten, and even then, you know, when you get to eleven, twelve, it it still might be a challenge because you might need to bring in some help, and you got to pay that help. So then that kind of takes you back down in that economy of scale, as, as they call it. Uh, that's that's another thing. Track at least one metric. You might be able to save some money or, or really bust your behind and get some more people in the door if you understand what those metrics are and understand what you need to do out of it. And it doesn't have to take that long. It literally can take 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, I would say find out what schools or find out what school districts uh, are kept calling days off, teacher development days, um, if there are half days, if there are national holidays, take Take those, find those in each school district, the most popular school districts that patron you, and then have a skills clinic or a camp on those days. Uh, increase the value, I would say. Number four, I think, is increase the value uh, that we're providing so that we can increase in our, or improve our retention. 
you know, we are definitely on the wave. We're not already in a recession. We're, we're right there, right? So I'm thinking that we are usually the first entity, the first business that gets canceled if you have price conscious customers. Now, that could be an argument in favor of the recent post on uh, Rolex training versus Walmart training. Do you have big boot camp style training sessions where you have a bunch of kids in the sessions or do you have more of a, a boutique style where you have less numbers and, and higher price point? Shout out to Jordan Lolly for that, that terminology on that. Um, that's where I'm getting that from. But you think, how can you provide more value? How can you increase the value by beating the customers to the punch? Whoever may want to actually cancel their, their subscription. They might, you might change an offering or add uh, online training or add more training sessions or start stretching in, in the sessions or start adding performance training or nutrition or, or mental coaching or something, right, to, to beat them to the punch before they think. Every time they get that charge, they're like, I don't want to keep doing this. You want to you want to keep that in mind, you know. I, I'm doing that myself. Everything I'm saying here, I'm, I'm I'm reminding myself and trying to take action. So I'm not a hypocrite when I'm talking to you guys. Uh, number five, squeeze the heck out of the summer months. I just got told that by one of the trainers I respect the most in this industry. Uh, he he just said, squeeze the heck out of the summer months. Right. This is the time of flourishing, you know, and we want to make sure that we maximize it. That's why we're doing these camps. That's why we're doing the eight, nine hours a day with the group training sessions with appreciate you. Thank you. I need that with the group sessions, with the private sessions. You know, when we get to the slower months and look, and I think it gets slower for everybody, even if you have a, a grand master plan for elementary school, middle school, rec league, winter league, even if you have a grand master plan, I, I still see it slowing down some. So I am learning to pl planning, preparing to reduce expenses. We'll talk about that later. Reduce expenses, but try to increase the revenue. Hope for the for the best plan for the worst type of mindset. So squeeze the heck out of the summer months was number five and see if you can uh, save, save now in planning for winter, planning for Q1 of next year. Number six, work backwards. Uh, can you plan out all your skills clinics for the rest of the year and work on the important stuff so that the important stuff doesn't become urgent and important? Uh, that's something that I literally just, just asked for some help from a teammate to look at all the calendars for the school districts in our local proximity to see when are they out of school? Why are they out of school? Is it's true? So can we start planning these skills clinics, which I see more, many people do. The top top tier trainers who have been in this game the longest and who have their own facilities, who are building up their facilities, expanding their facilities. They got their camps, their camps scheduled out for the rest of the year. Uh, so that's something I'm, I'm I'm starting to do more often now. Did it for the summer months, but didn't did, have not done it yet for the end of the year. So just trying to work backwards and plan so that we can work work steady, work slowly, smartly because steady is fast. Slow is steady, steady is fast. From what I'm hearing, and, and what I believe too, it's nice to not have to rush. You know, if you guys play play you guys hoop obviously right so nobody wants to hoop nobody wants to be at russell westbrook speed all the time right sometimes you want to be a j kid a chris paul sometimes you want to be jalen brunson 
So that's what I'm, I'm learning here too when it comes to the business side. And the last thing, um, great, how are you doing? The last thing is pull out the budget and update it, man. I thought I was doing decent with this, but I wasn't going to QuickBooks and then going back to the Excel spreadsheet to see, okay, definitely over budget here, definitely over budget there. Too many hours spent on this. It's more of a, a time budget. I haven't really done the time budget as much as I should have, but it's also a financial budget because there is a time cost associated with the financial cost that we have for somebody else, for us, all across the board. So the real deal, the real thing is making sure that we pull out that budget, update it, prepare for the worst, work for the best, have a budget as if, um, as well as if we needed to include, you know, oh, side note, I have a budget for you guys. Um, I did, I did put Jalen Brunson in the same sentence, man. They, those two are goats, but Jay Brunson was giving my, look, I love Chris Paul. First off, let's, let's set this, set the tone straight. I've, I've taken pictures with Chris Paul, went to the Wake Forest camp, uh, played against Chris Paul, seen him multiple times favorite point guard of all time but i guess the reference was more so for the speed changes was more so for the pace of play <laughs> that's funny though that's funny that you catch that and said that but as far as the budget goes we've got a budget for trainers for free if you guys want the uh the budget shoot away man i use the shoot away i love the shoot away gun i'm using the shoot away gun uh, uh honestly today so shout out to the shoot away but use the use the budget, update the budget so we're not over budget so that we see that one, we are going to have to probably be more lean when it comes to the, the winter months, but we know what those numbers are. And we have a budget for personal slash business expenses for the basketball trainers. So DM us if you want to to get that. And the last but not least, uh, you can save time with certain tools too. So you might be spending hours every single night or hours one night a week trying to schedule your calendar for your trainees, for your parents, but maybe you can purchase a software that can save you four plus hours a week like the playbook will do for you. That's my pitch right there. That's my pitch. Uh, maybe you can start to have an automated text message tool or email tool that can talk one to many so you don't have to spend hours on your personal phone texting parents about updates on your calendar or anything else that you need to actually talk to them about. That's important too. Um, so hope this helps. I'm time going to prepare for the rest of my day, get ready to go to the gym. And I haven't done this in a while, so I wanted to share this this stuff that I'm thinking about going through with you guys. Check out what we have to offer, our free content here. And better yet, do it, please. And let's have this dialogue back and forth so that we can learn from each other. Appreciate you guys and for the comments. And Jalen Brunson is nice. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.